Hello, 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 and welcome to Beautiful Woes Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Pitt. Anything that I speak on is based off my own experience. I am here to encourage you, encourage you to start your journey with Christ. All right, anything that I speak on, it is faith-based Christian principles because it has saved my life and I just want to pass down the information, the revelation, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, anything that I get, I want to make sure that I share it with you. So as always, I do thank you for listening and let's get right on into the message. And what I want to talk about is how life will happen and it will keep us believing that we don't deserve God's best. We don't deserve to be happy. We don't deserve to have peace. We don't deserve to have love. We don't deserve to have the blessings and promises of God. And it can be because of what we have dealt with from our upbringing, from the relationship that we connected ourselves to, from the word that was projected on us, trauma, parental abuse, When you're dealing with, you know, trauma from parental abuse, we couldn't control the parent that was given to us when we were born into this world. Many of us couldn't. And many of us may have had parents who didn't have the emotional intelligence to love us, you know, properly because they had a parent who didn't have the emotional intelligence to love them properly. So you're dealing with what you call... Are you dealing with what you called domestication? Whatever that was projected on them, they projected on you. And it goes on and on. It's a chain effect. And that's why it stopped at you. If you're sitting here and you're like, I know there's better. There's so much more to life. And you've been traumatized. You've been rejected. You've been abandoned. And you're still sitting there and you're saying there is so much more to life. I know that there's have to be better. Why do my life have to be this way? And the enemy, he will keep you in memory of the things that you've been through that has traumatized you. He will keep you in memory of the words that were projected on you to keep you operating out of a negative self-image that you've developed about yourself. This is why it is important to get in the word of God because his word will reaffirm you. A lot of us didn't have that positive affirmation coming up. Children are getting verbally abused, mentally and emotional, emotionally abused by their parents. And then we grow up from, you know, and, and from we grow up, we become adult and we wonder why we make the decision that we make. We settle for less. We wonder why we are in the same repetitive cycle of life, dealing with trauma, only choosing toxicity over healthy, because that is what we've been exposed to. 
in order to do better, you have to know better. And if you have not been exposed to healthy, if you have not been exposed to love, to peace, you only going to be attracted to what you only know. In order to get out of that, you have to get uncomfortable with the unknown, with the unfamiliar, because the enemy will paralyze your ability to move forward in Christ, who is love, by pulling you back into memory, by reminding you what they said to you, what they have done to you, so that you can get discouraged. And that's how you sabotage good relationship. That's how you push away good opportunities because you always have the adversary who's in your ear telling you that you are not, you don't deserve this. You're not worth this. You might be in a situation where if you are in a family and you happen to not have as much, you happen to be the one that is not doing much with your life but yet you got cousins or, you know, siblings who might made it out. They went to school, they got careers, they've owned homes, they've got, they have their own business, or it can be from a look standpoint. You might not have a certain body build, a certain look that is considered approval, that is considered society approved. (laughs) You don't fit in. So you get rejected because of it. You get treated a certain way because of it. You get criticized, and that has been happening to you since you since you were a kid. In your household, with your sibling, you didn't have as much food. You couldn't wear the nice clothes. But you come around your family, and you have cousins who who had nice things. Who who and you're watching how they get treated a certain way. All of that stuff can groom your image about yourself. And sometimes if you are an adult and, you, and you're going through this and you're wondering why you are constantly attract, you, you attract only toxic relationships. It seems like the blessings of God, the promises of God have been blocked off. And you're thinking, is this my life? How come they get to have that life? How come they get to dress and wear nice clothes and and, 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 and go out to fancy places? And why I have to have this life? How come I have to be in an apartment with barely no furniture? You have to change your mind. You have to change your belief system. I was in a situation where I believed that what I had is what I deserved. I would literally sit back and admire other women who were living that life. And I'll sit back and and, and I'll sit there and I'll look and I'll be like, I wish that was me. I wish my body was built that way. I wish I had a certain amount of of money in the bank so I can go do this, so I can go do that. Ooh, I wish I can get the same attention that they're getting in the family. 
if I can just lose a certain amount of weight, if I can just get a certain type of man, I wish, I wish, I wish I've been there, I've done that. Be in my apartment in a hood and go to somebody else's place who, who live in a better community in a nicer apartment. I wish this can be mine. Not mine, but mine. <laughs> I wish you, you're comparing yourself when you don't have to. And you, 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 you allow the memory. You allow your environment. You allow your trauma. You allow what has happened to you coming up as a child to groom your self-image, to groom your personality, to groom your character that you settle for less. And I'm here to let you know God uses the foolish things of the world to shame the why you know culture got their own image they already they all culture oh my goodness since I was a child I say a teenager I would watch um, BET MTV one and look at the women on the videos now I came up in the 90s as a teenager and I would watch how they would dance and I would imagine myself in the videos. You know how Precious used to do in the movie Precious when she go into, you know, she start daydreaming. I used to do that. And I'm quite sure whoever wrote that movie, oh my goodness, they had to have been through some things because that part of the movie, I can relate to Precious. Because in, in society, she didn't fit. In culture, she wasn't, she, she, wouldn't nobody accept her because how she looked so what she did was she created her own world and she became every, everything in her fantasy she developed a self a character she became the most attractive woman in her mind she would have that guy he was attractive dancing with her because she knows she couldn't get that in her reality she had on a beautiful dress, her surrounded, everything was glamorous. You know, you can, in, in her mind, she created a woman who was living this luxury life because the way she was, you know, dressed and all of this stuff. I've done that because I started to believe, well, if I can't get it into my reality, I'm going to sit back here and I will put on my favorite CD. I will sit down, I will rock back and forth, and I will go into that world. And I got everything, the man that I couldn't get in my reality, I got it in my mind. The look I couldn't get in my reality, I got it in my mind. And I would sit there and meditate on that. And I became, which I wouldn't recommend that you do because I didn't understand that I was opening doors. And that's how my thoughts end up becoming every everything that I thought I believed. And the enemy started to project negative thought, thoughts that were not of God to the point where I started to allow my thoughts to master over how I lived my life. I was living from what was in my thought. Because you will go to your thoughts 
as your source. God is your source. You can create whatever image you want in your mind, but that's not something we need to be doing. I'm telling you, you know, that's why the scriptures tell us to cast down every thought and every imagination that exalts itself against the will of God. And you might say, well, how is that negative when you're thinking about your stuff in a pretty dress, dancing with a fancy guy, a, a nice looking guy, and all of this? It's because you will begin to believe those thoughts. If there's a particular guy that you are attractive to and you start to picture him and imagine this guy, and this going to be a whole different episode, but you go and you start listening to music and you think about him, you do know that eventually you want to believe those thoughts and you're going to start to believe that eventually you guys are going to get into a relationship. That's how you invite the spirit of obsession in, you know, stuff like that. But that's we're not talking about that right now on this episode. All right. I don't want to throw you off. But the point that I'm making is that I was so traumatized. My mind was so messed up. Because I honestly believed everything that I had produced in my mind from what I've dealt with externally, from the trauma, from the negative words projected on me, from all the things that were said to me, from how I was treated because of my weight. I didn't get certain access to certain things because of my look. And that's what culture would do. It would tell you if you look like this, you don't fit. If you don't make this type of money, you don't fit. If you don't, if you're not popular, that's why you don't need to depend on society and culture. Don't try to fit into the world. You will go crazy. That's why you have a lot of women cutting off their body to you have it look a certain way to fit in. God, the Bible said you were fearfully and wonderfully made. The Lord didn't make no mistake when he created you. All right. He didn't make no mistakes whatsoever. And what has groomed us, what has told us that we are not worth God's best is life. What was handed to us, what was said to us, what happened to us. And just know, no matter what you've been through, what decisions you have made. You have women who may have had kids and now we're living in a time where we've been told that if you have kids, you're not worthy. If you're at a certain age, get out of society. I had to divorce myself from social media for a month, all right? Because I was starting to really, you have to be careful what you allow to go in your eye gates and your ear gate because it it's the gateway to your heart, to your soul, and it will become your belief system. And I was starting to get depressed. We're living in a time that there is a lot of pressure against women. And that's why you have to secure your heart. The Bible said, guard your heart from the issue of life flows from it. So you have to guard your heart. How do you guard your heart? Watching what you put in your ear gates and your eye gate because it is the pathway to your heart, to your soul, your mind, will, and your emotion. And you have to make sure that you are mindful of what you are engaging in on a daily because that will form your belief system even in regard to yourself it will form it will um it will form your image in your mind in regard to yourself if you're constantly watching social media and seeing what people are 
accepting and praising and worshiping and all of this stuff, and you looking at yourself and you say, well, I don't look like that. I don't have that. You're going to attack yourself to a belief that you're not worthy. You don't deserve to have certain things in life. You don't deserve to have love. You don't deserve to have God's best. Well, I have some good news for you. You're not going to find God in this worldly system. You're going to find him in his word. Get out of the world and get into your word. Get out of the world, open that Bible, and get into the word and let his word reaffirm you. Let his love reaffirm you. When you get into his word, you're going to run into scripture that is going to give you hope. That is going to renew your mind. See, you have been given bad information all your life. You have been told the wrong thing. You have been traumatized. You have made. You may have had some things that happened to you that was horrific. That makes you feel guilty. That make you feel shame and nasty because of what somebody else done to you. And the enemy will use that to make you feel like you don't deserve God's best. And that is a lie. Matthew 6, 33, tell us to seek after his kingdom and everything else, everything else, your happiness, your peace, your joy, your confidence, everything else that you need will be added unto you. But first, he does an order. Seek after him. You may ask how. Get into he is the word. His word. Open that Bible. Don't get too deep. Leave King James alone, all right? Get the English Standard Version. Read what you can understand. Ask God to give you revelation and just start reading it from Genesis. And just start reading the book. And ask God, make sure you pray every time you open your word. Lord, give me revelation. That's what I did. And I started to realize I was feeling so much better because I was dealing with so much pain and hurt. I was so broken and tired. I became desperate in 2013, and I said, I can't do this no more. I was 30 years old. Your girl just made 40. Hey, don't look like what I've been through. But I said, I can't do this no more. 30 years of trauma, chaos, drama, pain. Something have to give. I was so broke, I was delusional. I didn't know what was wrong with me, and I got desperate. And I opened that Bible, and, and I was living in an apartment. I only had one channel. I had a box TV while everybody had a flesh screen. And guess what that one channel played? Channel played. George Maya, a Christian station. I had no money. I, could, I didn't even have a phone. I didn't have internet. I was going to the food pantry. I was desperate. I had no hope. But when I got into that word and I started going to church in my community, that's when I met God for the first time. Even in the situation, in the circumstances that I was in, I experienced peace. That's why I that right there allowed me to see that nothing external, no amount of money, no location, no nice, uh, no fabulous crib. <laughs> could have gave me the joy that God gave me when I was living in that apartment with that box TV with that one channel because even when I had that one channel that box TV and I was going to the food pantry I met God and when I say the joy that I had it was so beautiful and that's why we can't idolize the things of the world and, and, and seek fulfillment and peace 
an identity in the things of the world and worship it, believing that it's going to give us our identity and give us the things that we need. Only the only God can do that. And the Bible says you draw nigh to him. And that's you reading your word, talking to him every single day, giving him thanks, being grateful, getting getting into a church, doing whatever you have to do to get close to God. You have access to an internet, YouTube, go find, tell God to send you to some amazing men and women of God that is preaching the gospel with truth, with love and compassion. He will start leading you to people. You have to understand everything that you do from this point forward, you have to ask God to show you the way. The Bible says he is the only way, he is the only truth and the only light. Be careful of what you are listening to. Be careful who you are following. Understand what goes in your eye gates and your ear gates is a pathway to your heart. It becomes your belief belief system. But there is nothing in this world that can stop God from doing what he has promised you. From you receiving his blessing. It's not too late. I don't care your, what your secrets are, what your diagnosis are, what you have done, what they have said about you, the lifestyle that you are, that you live, the reputation that you have. God is still waiting on you. I don't care if you were, you lived in a, a community where you know uh, a poverty community. You've been on Section Eight welfare. You think I'm not worthy? God's still waiting on you. Stop comparing yourself because God uses the foolish things of the world to shame the why. People may look at your lifestyle and say, huh, you're foolish. You're poor. You're unattractive. Look at all of those kids you have. The devil is a liar. He will take you and fling you right past them to success like never before. Come on, you don't know the God that you serve. You better stop letting society and culture, you better stop allowing the lies of the enemy to keep taking you back to a place of trauma. And it can be unforgotten trauma. And I also want to introduce you to therapy. Sometimes we need to go sit and talk to somebody so they can bring root up some things that has been embedded in our soul that has been that we've been living from, that has groomed our character and our personality and our perspective of life, that makes us settle, that caused us to believe that what we are, what we've been exposed to, there is nothing else outside of that. And it can be unforgotten, it, it can be forgotten trauma. It can start from when you were in the womb, something entered into you and you've dealt with depression and you've dealt with low stuff for sin. It takes work. But just know, as long as you start your journey, when you become aware that, hey, I deserve better, it has to be more to life, I can't take back what has been done to me, that's God knocking on the doors of your heart. So start your journey, start with a prayer, talk to him, it's not that deep, just talk to him. Hello, I, I don't know if you've never 
had a, 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 a intimate relationship, just talk to him. He listening. Hi, I don't know how to do this, but this is how I feel. I want to get to know you. I'm hurting. Pour out your heart. Ask him for comfort. I don't have peace. I don't know what to do. Talk to him every single day and read your word. Every Start from Genesis and just keep read a chapter a day. And as you read, say, God, please give me the revelation. And then if you got access to internet, if you got YouTube, you have the choice on what you click on. You have so many women, men and women of God who is putting out video content that can help you on your journey. Ask God to lead you. Start typing in keywords in the search engine. How, whatever it is that comes in your heart in regards to God, you seeking God. Your relation, any, just tell him to show you. Tell him to bring people in your life that will help you on your journey. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. But just start somewhere and every single day, no matter what it is, always invite Holy Spirit. I said every day, thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. I invite you into this day. I surrender to your wills today. Let thy will be done. Show me the way, Lord. When I read your word, I ask that you give me revelation. And I always thank him. The very first thing I do, the first word that comes out of my mouth before I do anything when I wake up is, I thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for a peaceful sleep. Thank you, Lord, for protecting me while I was asleep. See, this is how you develop a relationship with God. And when you start to get close to him, you will see how loved and valued and valuable you are. I literally cried when I found out how much God loved me because I thought so negative of myself for so many years and the way God was loving on me I said you really do love me like this I would wake up and his love would be so overwhelming I would I would have to hold myself tight because I couldn't believe what I was experiencing and as I'm saying this I want to cry so I know somebody is going to hear this message God loves you it is not too late you are worth God's best I don't care where you are at. I don't care what decisions you've made. I don't care what your reputation is. I don't care. He uses the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. The wisdom of the world is not the wisdom of God. Beauty is not a fact. It don't matter how much money you got in the bank. If you don't have none, if you got God, you got everything you need because The more you seek him, the more he will provide. The more you seek him, your life will change. Your life will change. I'm telling you, you will be amazed. You will start to feel within the peace and the joy. And you will see the blessings that he has for you. He will change your whole life. He will change your location. He will change how you're living. I'm telling you, give him your heart. Let him in. You are not a mistake. You are worth everything that God has for you and more. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Don't let nobody, I don't care what you have done, make you feel like because of what you've done, 
it's over for you. You will never make it. You will never get what God has promised you. Because if God is for you, who can be against you? If God said yes, then you are in. And sometimes we do things that can't be undone. We make decisions that we don't need to make. We will allow things to happen and we will start doing stuff and we mess up stuff. And we, you know, the enemy will condemn condemn you for that. And you feel like, well, I guess I'm not worthy. I guess it's over for me. It ain't over. Get up and keep moving. Thank you for listening to Beautiful Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Paris, and I definitely will be back with more. Bye-bye.